Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Feels good to have a microphone on, man. That's you, good. You can't tell me it. Wait a minute. You talking about some that's good? It don't feel good to you to have this microphone in front of you. Yeah. You the one before the podcast even started said speak on it. Put your mouth on it. Put your mouth on it. That's how you got to say it. And I was like, your new boyfriend must be really working you around. <laughs> I don't have no new boyfriend. Oh man! Oh, I won't say oh, what I oh, really oh, said because oh, I, oh, oh, I could say that. Nah, man. Before we even get into this New Orleans recap, where are you going? First of all, I'm glad to be back. Thank you, Artesia, for returning for episode 225 yes. of the podcast. Straight um, off the clock. Straight off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And honestly, I do appreciate that. My voice sounds pretty amazing. I don't know if it's the you blunt. Heard it in a while. I think it's the blunt. <laughs> the blunt giving the nigga that bass. Okay. But. <laughs> But um, I'm, I'm glad to be back. But speaking of guys hitting on you, when we were going to New Orleans, when we got to New Orleans, you had told me about a guy who's been listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll hear this episode. I'm sure. Oh, my um, God. And nigga, I want you to hear me and hear me well. <laughs> but uh, you you want to tell the story? I think you should tell this story to see. I don't, I, you know, and I don't even think a lot of women are gonna be shocked because no. it is a lot of whole ass niggas and out here. And when in this I world. told you the story, I told you this is exactly why I did not want to get back out here and start dating. Yeah. So, just to start from the beginning, recently I had reconnected with. <laughs> I don't know what you laughing for. I ain't getting it. I'm no, just listen. drinking tea. Recently, I had reconnected with a guy that I went to college with. And um, he had been listening to the podcast or whatever. And that's how he reached out to me. You know, I see you doing big things that whole slide mm-hmm. in the DMs, whoop de whoop, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had been expressing his interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I feel like I'm ready. Okay. You know, let's see. What's she coming? ready. Whatever. Well, <laughs> I think this, what, for about, I wouldn't say like three to four weeks. Yeah. Max. Uh, we are on our way to New Orleans. Mm. And I get a text that says, can you let me hold $1,000? Can you, let, not $5. No, not 50 not 20 not 100 not 150 not 200 not a car <laughs> note. Unless you driving one of them big boys. This nigga asked. For a whole G. For one rack. Yeah, so 
I was like, um, are you serious right now? Like, we haven't even, yeah, I know you from college. That was what, years ago? Pussy. <laughs> we haven't even, like, reconnected, like, to where you know me on this level, to where you can ask me for that kind of money. Pussy. So, and then, of course, he tried to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And I'm like, nah, that ain't, I don't play like that. Pussy. Because if I had to say yes, I guarantee you would have took it. What the nigga said to him? He was like, yeah, well, I would have. Whole ass, bitch ass, yeah. mayonnaise eating, sorry, sorry. bacon bitch, Delete. salad face motherfucker, pussy. <laughs> Delete. You straight pussy. Any man that's out here asking a woman for fucking money. Yeah. Nigga tuck the dick and wear a pamper. Pretty much. So, I'm, you know. I'm sorry on behalf. He was black. Yeah. I'm, sub- I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry on behalf of a no black, of the black delegation and the black male part of that delegation because that's really some bullshit. Yeah, it really was. I would expect it from a woman. And that's unfortunate I, to say, I but I, but honestly, I wouldn't expect that from anybody. I, like I would expect it from women, from the perspective, just from the narrative that's been written about women. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect it from women because me personally, I've never dated a woman that is like that. Okay, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to throw like, women under the bus. No, yeah. no. I don't want. I, one thing I don't want is women at my head. Yes, please don't, because we out here sufficient. You know, we taking care of business. Yes, y'all are. So, I shout out to all the women who are doing that, and yeah. it's a lot of, and not in the women women who are still married mm-hmm. and in relationships still handling business mm-hmm. as a woman individually and as a partner yes now that's some sexy Very important shit to point out it definitely is so we had our first holiday road trip you know it's let's, been years let's have a little fun in the making because your mom has been wanting oh, us to go. mama yeah she's been wanting us to go out of town as a family for I mean, I've been dating you for six years, so mm. as long as I can remember. Yeah, been about six, seven years she's been trying. Yeah, and every trying. year something happens to where it doesn't work out. So this year we made sure it worked out. <laughs> or did it? <laughs> it worked out from the aspect of us, you know, spending quality time together. And we did. We always have a good time when we hang out. Yes, so we do. It worked out from that aspect. Now, granted, there were a few uh, oh, not bumps a few. in the road. Yeah, start with the Airbnb. No, we got to start with the drive. First of all, me and you, we normally. I told your mom when she was like, "Oh, we should go. We should drive to New Orleans." I was I like, said, "Why well, are we I not normally, flying? It's forty-five minutes." <laughs> I was like, mom. I normally don't drive anything over three hours. She no. was like, "Yeah, we know you, bougie, big bank, whatever." I'm like Jesus, no, it's just let's <laughs> so just get it. I was like, it. "Okay, you know what? I'm gonna suck it up. We gonna we gonna rent a car. We gonna drive." And I had to drive the twelve hours well, when I could have been forty-five minutes on a plane. Because of the holiday traffic, yeah, and plus it was Bayou Classic weekend, so everybody was heading into New Orleans. Mm. It was construction on the road, so lanes was reduced to one. The ride, but the ride was okay. I mean, for the most part, it was long, but for the most part, it was okay outside of the stop and go. Mm -hmm. Even coming back, I'm glad we left at 4 a.m. I made a seven and a half hour trip in six hours, so the the trip was cool. Mm -hmm. But the Airbnb though. Yeah, that was I didn't blame nobody. You know, I didn't pick the Airbnb. I really didn't, you know, you delegate never really anything. I did anything. Exactly. You do. 
But and I didn't do it this time either. My mom did it, but mom, I, I, we're not blaming you because no, she wanted to all. make that clear. Because she did send it to me. Yes, because when and we she viewed asked, it. Yeah, because she knew how everything was hectic. I think we were getting ready for an event or something else with the podcast. Yeah. I was bombarded with a lot of stuff. So she was like, well, I'm off work right now. What can I do to help? I was like, well, if you can, you know, find a place to stay, that would be great. So she went through. She picked out a few Airbnb. She sent me the link. Yeah. I looked at the pictures. Yeah. So long the story short, we, we long, long story short, we got bamboozled. Yeah. We got there. It was a basement. We didn't know it was a basement. It was only one toilet. There was no way that for four, I, for four people. Um, I was like, because as soon as they said one toilet, I got, my apologies, listeners. But as soon as they said yeah, one, soon as, always s- soon as they said one toilet or when it said one toilet when I got there. Oh, you flipped the switch. Because I was like, I'm not fist to shit in behind my mama, you, and my daughter was Tania, and my shit's are real. And mind you, this is my, this Tania's was the view first time to me. that my daughter went out of town yes. with us. So this is her first time really seeing you like up close and personal. And I told her on the way down there, I said, I'm, I, before and we I even left, I, 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 before we left, I looked in the back seat and I said, Tania, you gonna see some real nigga shit this weekend. And I had already warned her. <laughs> I was like, you know, I cuss this. around kids. Anybody who got a problem with it, I don't give a shit because I cuss around them. I teach around them. I love around them. Mm-hmm. I'm just being the world around them. Yeah, but you was you was like hot. You was fussing. You was like, nah, this ain't gonna work. No, this because is I put bullshit. yeah. Because not only was it one toilet for four people, it was also a surf floor. Now I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows what a surf floor is, but when you put your bag on the floor, it should not go to the corner on its own. Now if I ha- if if I have a handle on the bag to walk that bag to the corner, but I put yeah. the bag on the floor and the bag. Placed itself it rolled in the corner. the corner. It didn't bounce. It didn't move. It hit the corner and it so stuck. Basically, there were foundation issues. Yes. Um, the doors wouldn't close properly. They had notes, like posted notes, all on. Open each door. up the door to keep ventilation. <laughs> Bitch, are we in the and chamber? And then when we walked in, it was like freezing cold. So I think your mom texts the host, and then she I kicks think the on bitch, the I heat. Think the from bitch, a- I know. I don't think my mama texts. <laughs> she did. I, text no, her? no, no, no. I don't I think my her. mama did it after that. I I swore I walked in and I was like, there's oh, nothing to turn the heat of the air on. <laughs> and then the air just heat just magically came on. I said, is this and bitch listening? And then it stayed on to where it got so hot. So hot. We had no control over it. Ugh. We was like, okay, you were fussing. I was like, let me just find a hotel. Like, then I went to go lay in the bed and try to be quiet. I got ready to go lay in the bed. I pulled the sheets back. It stains. <laughs> Somebody was fucking. No, it wasn't them kind of stains. I'm not going to make out that bad. It was just like bleach stains. You know, some people, when you fuck up your laundry, oh, yeah. you know, you bleach something, you keep so it. So you know, it's your was shit. Definitely yeah, the presentation was off. Like, I, I know what my bleach stain in my bed is. I don't know where yours came from or if it came from somewhere else. Mm. So I don't want to lay on the bed. Then it was something on the ground. Yeah, like a the, caterpillar. Uh, this was a caterpillar on crack. That <laughs> motherfucker was thick and long. It looked like a little dick. With hair on the back yeah, of it, it. Was black and fuzzy. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, uh, I got to get up out of this motherfucker." And my mom was like, "Just calm down." I'm like, "No, I can't fucking calm down. I don't care if this woman can hear us. We got to get out of here." So she calls Airbnb, 
that we ain't going through that. We that, got out of there. Airbnb was no help. We went to another all. hotel. The hotel was okay. Yeah, not up to what you we know, normally. But it was last minute, so yeah. that's what it was. But New Orleans overall was great. I enjoyed the uh, Bayou Classic. Oh, yeah. Um, Gremlin versus Southern. HBCU greatness. Oh, my God. There was so many beautiful black women there. Yeah. It's one of them things to where when you go to Dallas, being here in Dallas, you don't really see a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So to go somewhere like that, and I think it was amazing for your daughter to be around oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's why. To see all the black people interacting, no fights. I'm trying to convince her to go to an HBCU. Yeah, no, it wasn't no fighting, wasn't no loud talking, no shit. It was just, it it was just a lot of beautiful people. Mm -hmm. That's all it fucking was. Now I didn't think I was gonna get into the game because I did have a weapon in my thing, and I was like, shit. But But my luck seems to be turning around because I would have been in jail in the old days. They would have been like, this nigga got a knife, and it's not a knife, it's a blade. Yeah. So I was like, oh, because well, I couldn't bring a gun. The so girl I was that like, was checking a bag, she really wasn't checking a bag. I'm just glad I got in. And I didn't want them to throw that knife away. That's a pretty good knife. Yeah, I was concerned about and that. And I was carrying that bitch as I walked through the night anytime in New Orleans. Yeah, Nigga, it's just a lot of sketchy looking motherfuckers in New Orleans. It is. And then we had already heard about, you know, the, the crime that takes place during Bayou Classic yeah. weekend. So I wasn't trying to be so. around her. Uh, this 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 trip to New Orleans was a little different. Um we didn't really drink much. No. Food was okay. Um, my mom got on my nerves. I love you, Ma, but fuck. Woo. I was like, roommating with her? I remember one time I was like, yo, she was like, you keep rolling around in the bed. Won't you just get somewhere and lay down? I was like, yo, <laughs> I'm trying to lay down and go to sleep. I'm not sleeping the way I normally sleep. I was like, I don't sleep with clothes on you, oh or yeah. I sleep with now some briefs on. Yeah, or I sleep with briefs on. She was like, well, just take them off. I said, I'm not sleeping bird dick in the bed and you on the, you know, getting your uh, Fred Flintstone and Wilma on in there. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. I just looked at her like, are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> She just gonna bust out laughing. She's about. I'm just trying to help you out. I know it was so. It was so many parts that were kind of like awkward because Damn, we are used man. to traveling together, yeah. and we were actually in two separate rooms since Damn. my daughter was with I'm me. I'm gonna tell you this though. I'm sorry, mom. You know, my mom had. You know, some people have sleep apnea. Oh my god. So she was sleeping with a CPAP machine. I turned over one time. I said, I was like, Who is this? My mama a Bane? Like this motherfucker look like Bane from fucking wow. Batman with these mothers. She had them two things, and I know I was like, Yo, this, hey. I got to get ready to get to the house, man. Then one time, oh, she going to kill me for this one. Oh I was like, yo, ma. <laughs> she was like, oh, my stomach. I said, go to the, ba- <laughs> go to the bathroom. Oh my God. Go to the bathroom now. <laughs> she looked at me leaning over the entire shoe. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> she looked at me and was like, oh, I'm sorry. Anthony. I said, oh, man. I said, you are an adult. How can you not hold your gas? You know what I'm saying? I just did And she just started laughing while she talking. She said, I didn't know it was going to come out. Yo, get a hold of that shit, man. I was like, you need to go to the bathroom. Your mama going to kill you. Yeah, she going to kill me. <laughs> You're going to definitely kill me. But I was like, yo, my mom drove me fucking crazy. I, I, I looked at her one day. I said, mom. I said, if you are my mom, I'll punch you in your face. Oh, my God. I was like, you getting on my nerves, man. She's like, you don't think you're getting on mine? Yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm weird. Yo, I... You be I, saying that shit like, you don't be getting on nobody's nerves. I was done. We had a great conversation with um, one of the families we went up there to see, and they were talking about um, do black people kick their kids out too early. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and, you know, that's one of those things we, you know, we are so used to hearing, and I'm sure some other families or other race of families can, you know, probably relate to this, and... In black families, normally you hear a parent say, "Hey, eighteen, you got to hit the road." Yeah, I think it was it's situational though, because while y'all were having that conversation, I I wasn't kicked out. Yeah, you know, 
So, um, and several of my friends were not kicked out. Yeah. It was just like, what are you doing? But a lot of people, I mean, but a lot working. of, but there are a lot of parents that do do that. They, yeah. You got to go to college. You got to mm-hmm. go to the army. You got to go somewhere. You have to get out of here. And the argument was um, from a friend, why don't we allow, um, you know, black people or our black kids to stay in our houses longer? Mm-hmm. Because at that point, at 18 and you're getting into the real world, you're going to college, you're, you're about to take on a lot more responsibility mm-hmm. than you're accustomed to. For one, I think it's because we were, we always have to be ahead of the curve. Like, so that's just the black parents' way of pushing their child to do more and, and I think, to be better. But that was the debate because mm-hmm. we were like, yeah, we're pushing them ahead of the curve, but are we really helping yeah, them? Yeah, like actually preparing them for the real world. Like allowing them, to to, yeah, allowing them to them go to there. college for four years mm-hmm. while they're still at home. Oh, yeah. Get a job, build, you know, save some money, pay for your college mm-hmm. or go to college and then pay for it afterwards, mm-hmm. which means you stay here two years after college, yeah. which means you leave the nest pretty much around like 25, 26. Yeah. Depending on if you don't go off to school for yourself. If you go mm-hmm. off to school for yourself, that's different. But even to the extent if you went off to school, um, you know, to get your degree and then you mm-hmm. finished college and, and you, you came back home, why why are we not so willing to do that? Because it's a lot of families is like, no, once you're gone, you're and gone. And we do do that. Sometimes the children do have the opportunity to come back, but they don't want it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, like I said, it's just situational. But they were, I think the, the discussion of the point four was they were trying to talk about wealth building, you know, because yeah. they were talking about they know she was saying she knew some white families mm-hmm. and other families who and a lot of Mexican Jewish people families. and Jewish families, they live under the same roof into the roof until the daughter marries off. Mm-hmm. And then it's like she leaves the house with all this money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the dad has been able to save money for that wedding because she's been helping with the household. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, think it's good in concept. It is. But and, I, we both didn't agree with it yeah. because we were like, I want my own space. Yeah. Like my mom, when I was in my mom's house because I lost my job and I was getting back on my feet. There was nothing more that I wanted mm-hmm. than my own space. But I can't even say that because honestly speaking, if my mom were still alive, but you're a woman, I know I different. am a woman, so it is different for men and women. But if she were still alive, we would definitely have a house together. Because I I know a friend now. I mean, well, she ain't a friend anymore. But and notice, you know, I said have a house together, not yeah. like I would. You're live still living with at her. home. Yeah, we would have a house together. And you know what? I did kind of think about that. And I was in the room with my mom one night and I told her and I said, um, I said, I'm working on some things with the business. Mm -hmm. But if, you know, if worse come to worse or push come to shove or if it's something that we want to do and you're not married. Mm -hmm. And even if I am with someone or not with someone, I was like, I'm going to get a house Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get you, you know, a grandmother house put at the back. I think that's I mean, that's reasonable. Like I've never had an issue with it. And it also depends on the type of mom that you have. Like your mom mom is cool. Yeah, my mom is cool, but my mom can be rambunctious. So (laughs) I'm going to get her a grandmother house. And I told her. No, I'm just saying, period. Even with the grandmother's house, sometimes it's like it. Your spirits don't mesh well. So even if they outside, you just don't bring that shit into the house. Nah. Now I'm I am gonna I am gonna pimp my mom out though when when she gets oh. yeah she's gonna clean she's gonna cook that's gonna keep her healthy and keep her joint yeah she's gonna yeah. that's gonna keep her joints loose she's gonna be a mood yeah she's gonna be active your mama they too say active if for you all don't she gonna be traveling my mom wants a grand <laughs> oh yeah daughter a sure. son believe me mm-hmm. she we we we've started to have this conversation more and more yeah and I told her though I said by forty you know what I'm saying and depending on where I'm at I was like I'll get a house and I'll get you a part you know the grandmother house mm-hmm. built out in the back and we'll go from there you pay your part of the rent <laughs> and I pay mine. And then at some point, you won't have to pay no more. Yeah. And then you'll just be living back there as long as you can keep your act. 
keep your noise down. She gotta keep the noise down. My mom is rambunctious. <laughs> you can keep playing that game and, 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 and acting like she's not, but my mom is rambunctious. So we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. We'll be right back. I'm laughing is because I was editing some video. And notice er- I'm not laughing at all. I was editing some video um, earlier today and I came across some video shortly after me and Artesia had broken up and, you know, uh, she pulled a, like an Angela Bassett move. Like, she didn't cut her hair. I now, was going you, to. you talked about cutting your hair. You told me you was going to cut your hair. And you, yeah, and you was like, hey, I'm cutting my hair. I just want something different, you know. Mm-hmm. And because we, it's so crazy because during our breakup, we talked throughout it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of helped each other, you know, get to a point of peace of yeah, not being I together. Yeah, I mean, so like a couple, like a month or so later. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like. Yeah, so one of the things that you did, you got your Angela Bassett on. You went to go get your hair I cut. I went to get my hair cut. Uh-huh. My stylist refused to cut my hair. Because your hair was so long. Yeah. And you had never really, you had never I had never a perm on your hair. I never that short. Yeah, and you never had a perm on your no, hair. No, never. So, so she made a wig for me. I didn't know mm-hmm. that she was going to make this wig because I'm not a wig person. And some of you guys know, um, I don't know what episode it was, but we talked about the wig having teeth. Continue. You just wanted to point that out. Okay. Anyways, I did not know that she was going to make this wig because I'm not a wig person. Quit saying it like that. I did not know. No, she was I gonna, didn't. I'm I did. not a Listen, wig. though, you said I did not know she was going to make this wig. <laughs> I'm not a wig person, okay? I've always It's worn a wig. You said wig. I'm not a wig. <laughs> I didn't know how she was going to make this wig. Okay. Anyway, do you want me to <laughs> chime in on this story that you, no, you absolutely got, had to talk about? You, you got to go in. So, anyways. I put the wig on. Well, she put the wig on. And I saw it and I was like, you know what? I really don't feel like doing my hair right now. I'm Mm -hmm. just not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I wanted to cut my hair for a drastic change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so when she put it on. I didn't put a hurting on the heart. (laughs) She put it on. She cut it, you know, to my face or whatever. She cut it to your face. Like, you trimmed it some more. I'm so done. I don't. I don't Ooh. even know why we talking about this. Ah, man. Because I have really come to the realization Ooh. that you like to put me out here for bad sometimes. <laughs> but it's okay though. I'm gonna ride it out. Ooh. So I saw the wig. And the, no, you doing all this laughing though. <clears throat> but let's be real. Because the first time you saw me, you was like, "Oh, I like it yeah, though. I, you I know, did. it's yeah, cute it was, or it whatever." Cool. Yeah, it was cool. But now you clowning me about it. <laughs> Why you put me out here like that, making me because look like you the put bad me guy. out here about no, this wig? Man, we was just supposed to be talking, but you wore it. I wore it. You, I did wear it because that was the mood that it, I was in. I, I did not feel like doing my hair. Yeah, I didn't want to be bothered. Yeah, I just wanted. To, I wanted to feel different. That just, I just. I needed the, everything the, the to change. The wig just wasn't a good idea. And I saw the picture, and I was just like, hmm. 
she was really going through something. I'm, Do you feel better now that you said that? I, 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 yes, I, mean, I was going through something. I was, editing, I was going I'm through just a heartbreak. I, I know. I yes. was going through a major switch up. Yes. You had been a part of my life for the past six years. I understand that. I was heartbroken, yeah. you know, and I wanted something different. Yeah. So. Yeah, you took a step back. I did not take a step back. You set yourself up, man. You played yourself. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I should just Woo. leave. I should just leave right now. Oh man, we got about fifteen more minutes. I ain't gonna. We, it's just a bonus episode for the people. We ain't gonna keep it much longer. Well, I'm. I hope that made you feel better. I don't it make you feel good to look? Just you know how you know how important you know what makes you know how me feel you good are to be able to let somebody talk about you and you are okay. You know what makes me feel good though? What you about to say? It's because when I look back at pictures during that time mm-hmm. when we had just broken up, yeah. like literally in that time. I did not know. Like, people say all the time, oh, I don't know what my life would be like without such and such. Yeah. You have become such a permanent, like, staple in my life that I did not know how to imagine life without us being together. Yeah. So, the good part for me is I'm still here. Like, yeah. you know, just like I didn't imagine me being here without my mom. Yeah. But, you know, life goes on. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. Past the wig stage. <sighs> you made it, man. Hey, sometimes it's good to look back. I've seen, you know, look how many pictures you've seen of me looking crazy. Oh, I have. I still have them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't put it out there. See, I could have put it out mm-hmm. there, but I I'm did. I'm not going to put it out there either. Yeah, I I'm know. just going to do what you did today when you called me while I was at work. I thought you had something important to say, and you just dying laughing on the other end of the phone because you saw this wig picture. No, it wasn't a picture. You was the in video. movement. It was okay. a video. You was moving with that thing on. <laughs> yeah, you was just... Through the crowd, just well. Thank God for the deliverance. Thank God for the locks. I mean, on a new road. Yeah, you. I'm glad you're back on this road, man. That was tough stuff. What else you got? What else? Is that all we got before we get out of here? What else were we supposed to be talking about? We were supposed to be talking about something else, but I forgot. What I really want to talk about, I don't think we can talk about. What is that? The disappointment that was. uh... Oh my God. This is the reality is, right? Oh my god. <laughs> now you see how I feel when you do shit like that. Man. Who my hands are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the other Ooh. big staple of uh. what we have to talk about here. Uh, we were supposed to be talking about what we were thankful for. It's okay. after Thanksgiving. Well, you can go first. Like I said, I'm thankful for growth. Uh-huh. I'm thankful for, you know, unconditional love of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what this whole journey has been yeah. about. I'm thankful for my kiddos, my family, you know, my friends that have become family. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I think we look at stuff that, um, situations that aren't the way we think that they should be. Yeah. And we kind of like count ourselves out a little bit. But I'm thankful for moving past that. You know, yeah. I have a pretty blessed life and I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I want to say honestly I'm thankful And this is no bullshit I am thankful for the listeners You had already signed us up for What is that Google thing that's going on Oh yeah For the, the podcast Yeah They're looking for uh, podcasts of color And you are you had I had already, already signed us up Because our connect out in California Had actually sent it to me like a month or so ago Yeah So I had actually already submitted us Then when it hit social media Everybody started sending it to us Like and we were getting it individually Collectively and 
for me, it was like, yo, people really fuck with us. Yeah. And then it made my mind. I was kind of like, damn, people really believe that. Yeah, you like we you have to someone. think that we're achieving some standard yeah. of this for in people order to, to yeah. yeah, and not just friends and family, like people who just that listen to it know. and just <laughs> inboxing us saying, yo, I think y'all should do this. Mm-hmm. And I would laugh and I would respond every time and say, hey, thank you, Artesia had already done it, but love to all you're mm-hmm. doing and thank you for thinking of us to even send us this yeah and you know what i'm saying and this is just one of those things of i'm honestly 2018 i've really tried to walk in walk into my power and what i mean by that is people have always told me certain things about myself mm-hmm. and honestly this is gonna sound real cocky but I'm that motherfucking dude. Mm-hmm. And and I think this has been a year for that. And I, I, it's been a year of being in the same rooms with certain people or being compared to people mm-hmm. and being told that I'm better than people that I'm not even comparing myself to. Mm-hmm. And then to also have had conversations to where like people have said, I am not invited on certain platforms or podcasts because other people fear that I may take the light from them, mm-hmm. which that's not what I'm about. Mm-hmm. I know how to fall in line and be a guest on a show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I appreciate those people who have not invited me because of that, yeah. because it lets me know I'm doing work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to continue. What, what, you know you're going to hear shit in the hallway. I was just making sure. It's we're recording like from, the, from the loft today, so it's no yeah. whatever. You know, we ain't, ain't nobody coming in here. Finish. I don't, you threw me off. Oh, I just looked. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but you looked like you was bewildered. Green Book. That's what we were supposed to be talking about. Yes, Green Book was a really good film. Your mom wanted to go see it. Why are you talking like Brian Gumbo? I'm not. I was just saying, yes, I had to get back to North. It was a really good film, though. I really enjoyed it. Your mother wanted to go see it. Anytime I get to see Mahershala Ali, that's like, now, there was one part of the movie that I did not like. Because he, he was gay. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It's, but if you know the story, there's nothing of Dunn, wrong with uh, that. I just I didn't see what that is it, coming. Don Shirley. Yeah. Don Shirley. I didn't I didn't see that part coming. I didn't either. The family had an issue with the movie because um I forgot who interviewed them. I don't know if it was the root or somebody. Yeah, I forgot where I saw that article. But, but they interviewed them and they were talking about how they didn't believe the story was well written or they thought it was one sided. And it was one sided. Made to be like a white savior film. And we and if you don't know white people, black people hate white savior films. And what mm-hmm. does that mean? You don't get to be the oppressor. And the savior, or but the I rescuer. saw the value in both of their. I did, like, and I didn't see it as a white savior. Mm-mm. I saw it as Mahershala Ali, Dunn Shirley, mm-hmm. as being the savior to Lip. Yeah, like changing his perspective. Changing his perspective, and he, that's the that's like one of the most yeah. important things you could ever do. And he never said anything about race in the movie. Lip, who was the driver in the mm-hmm. movie, he never said anything about race. But like when he saw his wife. When he walked, when he woke up one morning and he walked into the to the uh, kitchen, and he was like, "Why are y'all at my house?" You know, mm-hmm. this is like 1962, and all these Italian immigrants there in this front living room. You know, they all live down the block or whatever. But he's mm-hmm. like, "Why are y'all in here?" And he was like, "We had to give your sister some protection." Yeah. Yeah, you know, you gotta give your yeah. sister a little paisan, a kaisan. You know, <laughs> and like so, he was like, give your sister protection, and he looks in the kitchen. And then his wife is being helped by two uh, black plumbers mm-hmm. fixing a, a, a problem in there. And she hands him uh, yeah, two she, glasses. She clearly didn't have any issues. Didn't have any issues, yeah. as most white women or any race of women don't. It's mm-hmm. just the, the men. But um, 
she gave him something to drink. They drank from the glasses. He looked at them as if like, uh, these monkeys drinking from the gla- you know mm-hmm. the glasses. I have an Italian homegirl, and I remember telling her she didn't really know certain derogatory words mm-hmm. that Italians call black people. And I had to teach her a little bit about her own you know ancestry. And I said, yes, Italians don't like blacks or didn't like blacks back in those days either. They called us eggplant. They called us moolies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So or or. Uh, kooks or whatever the shit is and I was telling her that shit and I was like go look that shit up mm-hmm. like it seems like we are the most hated people and some people will debate that but it seems like every fucking body has a problem with yeah. black people you know to where even in the movie you know when white people were around black people they would pick their wallets up or mm-hmm. you know wouldn't leave something down like y'all the motherfucking thieves y'all yeah. stole a whole goddamn country and said it was yours exactly and y'all talking about five dollars bitch <laughs> So yeah, I think it's a very good movie. Everybody should go and see it. Merch, um, but I, it shows the importance of crossing, like crossing the line, and putting yourself mm-hmm. in somebody else's shoes. That's the thing. Yep. Every and I, I know some of the white people in front of me probably was scared because oh, there yeah. was certain parts where I was like, "Fuck that shit." Oh yeah, because it does. It did have quite a few parts. I mean, back in that time. And of then course. one of the white dudes said something to the black dude. He was beating up on him, and the black dude wasn't fighting back. Don Shirley wasn't mm-hmm. fighting back. And it's like it's so funny when you watch those movies where the white dudes are beating up on black dudes back in the day, and the, you never see the black dude fight back. Yeah. And the white dude act like he just really doing Got all work, the power. but really. <laughs> We ain't beating your motherfucking shit in, nigga, because he would have died. He would have got hung when he got to jail. Mm -hmm. So we can't beat your ass. Yeah. It's a new motherfucking day. Yes. To get your ass beat. Mm -hmm. And like he, like they said in the movie, Don Shirley knew that he was going to deal with that racism Mm -hmm. as he traveled through the South playing his music. But he still chose to do it because he wanted to change somebody's minds Mm -hmm. and somebody's hearts. But when that mother, and it was so crazy because it was that part where the white dude, like the master of ceremony, he was talking to him and he's like, Oh, we're glad to have you here, Don oh, yeah. Shirley. And his his uh background players were white mm-hmm. and Russian and they let them eat on the inside and do whatever. Oh, yeah. But Don Shirley, the main attraction and when and he I came like to that eat, part at the end where he was like, either I eat in his dining room or I don't perform. Yeah. Like that was him really just yeah. kind of being like, you know what? Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. And that's what I was saying in the movies mm-hmm. when he said that. That's why white folks probably. Because he had been, you know, yeah. being nice, nice. the whole Turning entire the other time. cheek, which is what black yeah. folks are. We don't know how to do nothing else but Even turn the other cheek. Even that one performance that he went to where he, he needed to use the facilities and the guy tried to make him go outside. Yeah. And he was like, well, I can go back to my motel. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, we'll wait. Like, how how important was it yeah. that he did not use, use the restroom if you were willing to sit there mm-hmm. and wait for him to drive all the way across town? Yeah. And the white dude told that story, the one when he went to Alabama, and he was like, uh, when when Lip started standing up for mm-hmm. Don Shirley when he didn't want him to eat there. And he was like, Brink, let me, he, he called Lip over to the side. He yeah. tried to pay him off. And then he was like, let me just tell you how serious it is about oh, niggas gosh. not eating here. He was like, you know, the Boston Celtics, they won all those championships. And that big nigga that they had that was. Oh, no, he called him a big coon. Yeah, big coon they had. And he was talking about uh, Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that big coon, he was like, he won all those championships. He did this, he did this, this, and that. He was like, when he came here, that he was like, you, you know where he ate at? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, the hell, I don't either because he didn't eat in here. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it goes back to them always being like, we're good enough to be entertainers. Yeah. But you know, that's why I like, like, like the, like that fucking. I was about to say some racist shit, like that goddamn white woman on that news show who told LeBron shut up and dribble. And it's like, bitch, your little minimum wage ass check on TV. You talking to a ball player who make twice your shit can buy you and your fucking. And that's the privilege of just being like, he ain't nothing but a nigga that entertains on TV. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that your life is pocket change to his life. Exactly. And you ain't doing nothing to improve society like this man is. Mm -hmm. 
That's so fucking crazy. I body slam a white person if a motherfucker come at me sideways. My mama said, you think you can beat up everybody? I said, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm 5'9". You can bring in a 7'9 white man. I feel like all the power of my ancestors will come up through my fucking... Oh, like Kevin Hart. I just feel like it'll come up through me. Shit. I just feel like it'll come up through me. I'm thinking about your daughter on the way home. Oh, gosh. We had ate that McDonald's. Oh. I thought about Mike Epps playing that Ramsey dude. Oh. And he was talking about some, I'm mad. I was eating some Mickey D's because I'm loving it. And I had some barbecue sauce with some, some salsa. And it was some astonishing things going on in that house. And it made me think that nigga's on crack. And I relayed, we had, I hadn't ate McDonald's in I don't know how long. We made a stop in Baton Rouge and we was coming back from uh, New Orleans. <laughs> I, I, I went in there and I got the food. I filled y'all up. I don't really eat the shit. I was gassy. I gave your daughter two tacos. Two breakfast burritos. Two breakfast burritos from there and a hash brown. I don't know if it was the grease from the hash brown <laughs> or what. <laughs> but halfway down the road, your daughter popped up and said, Ah, mama, mama. <laughs> But the fear in her eyes, I said, oh, that damn McDonald's grease got her damn stomach turning. Her brain ain't right. <laughs> her brain ain't right. Her brain ain't right. She was asleep. She had a nightmare. Oh, my God. A nightmare in the daytime. That's fast food. <laughs> That's all I got to say, man. That's the end of the podcast, man. I'm, I'm thankful for, um, I, I really am thankful for you. You helped me out a lot through this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you've helped me out financially. You've helped me out as a friend. So I thank you for that. I want to thank my mom. My mom is somebody who missed a lot of my childhood. And me mm-hmm. and you talked about that. I talked about when we were at the game, how she was yelling for uh, the Grambling team because mm-hmm. she likes Grambling. And she was yelling. I mean, she, go, go. Every place, she just hollering. Mm-hmm. And I, I leaned over to you during the game and I said, I remember leaving two tickets for me to for leaving two tickets for my brother and my mom to come to my homecoming game against Sulphur Springs back when I was in the 11th grade. Mm-hmm. And when it was a point in time during the game, I came out the field and I looked in the stand and she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my mom never came to any game mm-hmm. to support whether I played, whether I didn't play. Like she didn't come to nothing, no practices, no, she didn't come to anything. Mm-hmm. So when I watched her yell for the people on the field, I was like, damn, that's what it would have been like mm-hmm. to see that. And it was kind of just... you rag on me for going to everything that my kids do. Yeah, but I mean, but you go to a point to where it's like, if you go, if it's 50 games and you go to 48 of them, you're missing two, those two, you feel like you are a bad parent. Them <laughs> niggas ain't thinking nothing about it. Excuse I me. know about it though But you feel that way I feel that way yeah. this is But for me saying my mom do that I was just like yo that would have been dope to have her yeah. Be there in that capacity But you know she she was a different person then mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So I love her I'm, I'm thankful that she's now who she is oh, yeah. To where she can enjoy life She can enjoy a game You know not mm-hmm. be bound by religion yeah. um, I'm thankful that me and my brother made amends this year I'm thankful that me and uh, the homie uh, Jason made amends this year mm-hmm. Um I'm in the attempt of trying to make amends with another friendship. I, I, I This is a year of me being a bigger person, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be a motherfucker next year. So I hope all the things that need to be done and resolved are resolved. Mm-hmm. Because next year, I'm not fucking playing. 
We are focused on the reality is we are going to be focused on growth, wealth building and the infrastructure of this company Mm -hmm. and what we're doing. We do take this serious. There are a lot of things that we're doing. Um, I think a lot of people are starting to take us serious in what we're doing mm-hmm. um, to be considered in things like this. I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready to, to to be in more magazines, bigger magazines. I'm ready to do more shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, we've been trying to pump out more videos. You'll be seeing more video, more video content of us doing live shows or, you know, yeah. just acting crazy. I come up with a lot of ideas. I feel like a hungry belch is about to come. Oh, well, we should cut it but I am thankful and I really want to say that I am thankful for the people who have emailed us mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the homie Geechee Luciano from PNB podcast out of DC I missed you yeah. on this last time I didn't get to catch you man I know we were kind of late responding on some of the text messages but Brody I hope you enjoyed your time out here in Dallas go Cowboys we did get that you know that W on on the Redskins on your boys but uh we're gonna catch up man we planning to be in DC a couple of times next year yeah, um, to do some business sure. out there to work with you know people like King Naj at Mind Over Matter podcast mm-hmm. Geechee Luciano at PNB be the homie run a major at um with what what does he do out there in dc play it's play, play dmv mm-hmm. yeah so shout out to them man we plan on working with a lot of people like that so man if it's somebody if, if y'all want to be on the podcast let me tell you this the way to get on the podcast is not through the dms no please don't go i'm not DMs. being mean when i don't respond to them shits mm-hmm. it's just that we done told y'all and told y'all. Oh, and in 2019, we're not doing all the legwork. If you want to be on a podcast, tell us what you want to talk about. That is true. Because <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that hit us up saying, hey, we want to be on a podcast. And make sure you and know what you're getting yourself into. Like, don't freeze up on a mic. Don't freeze up on a mic. I feel good saying it because I used to freeze up all the time. We like a gun in your up, face. <laughs> don't freeze up on a mic. Don't freeze up know on Know what it. you want to talk Bring about. Bring some content because yes. if this is what you have to understand, if you just are a, a regular person like me, myself, uh, there's nothing to research. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do have some stuff you can research about me now. We have a pretty healthy catalog. Yeah. But you still would have to dig a little deeper about me. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. So like she said, if you want to talk about sex, let us know you want to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. If it's politics, let us know about from that. what aspect? Don't just be like, oh, I want to talk about sex. Exactly. Okay, what Ex- about sex? What about sex? You know, if you want to talk about wealth building or community, yeah. come with some kind of initiative or an Give agenda. Give me some bullet points. Give me something to where I can put something together because this is a conversation. It's not really an interview. Mm-hmm. I just believe a conversation brings out the realness in people. An interview allows you to be guarded and only let out but what you... believe if we reach out to you, we're going to do our research. We're going to do our research. Research. And it's going to be a hell of a good conversation. And please, man, let us know. You can email us at info at the reality is. That's T-H-A, the reality is dot com. We really want you guys to email us this year. Tell us what we're doing good. Tell us what we're doing bad. Tell us if it's something that you would like us to add to the shows, some kind of segment. Like I say, we don't run our show like a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So good stuff. Thank you guys, man. We fuck with y'all. Thank you for fucking with us this long. Thank you for keeping us afloat. Thank you for that two hundred percent increase on listenership this year. Yeah, that was dope. Thank you for that two hundred and fifty percent increase on uh, followers this year. Mm. Talk about it. We got the uh, Cosign Awards coming up this Saturday. weekend. Mm-hmm. Saturday. Thank you for you. For, thank you for the the listeners who have voted. Yeah, and for the people that reached out to me that I don't even know that was saying, "Hey, I voted." Yeah. You know, I like that. We appreciate, we appreciate that. It. We appreciate that, man. So we'll let you guys know if we win. If we don't win, I mean, we still going to be grinding. We mm-hmm. still feel like we're the dopest podcast out there, mm-hmm. along with everybody else. We're not better than nobody. we just better than everybody. Oh. I'm just playing. Okay, that, that, that was really a joke. We're not better than nobody. <laughs> we just out here getting it, talking everyday life and everyday, Started you know. Started so good. Yeah. 
So next year is going to be something. Next year is going to be a special year, man. Mm-hmm. Next year is going to be so fucking special. Yeah, man. As you have this big old smile on your face. Oh, man. They have no idea. All right. All right, man. We'll check y'all out, man. Thank you again for listening. This is the reality is where filter becomes extinct. Always inhale courage to exhale success. And if you have the power to empower or employ somebody or the ability Mm -hmm. to empower or employ somebody, do so. Black people, love on each other. Black men, get you a black woman. It's okay to date outside of your race, but don't forget about your sisters. Slow down, it's for you. Slow down, nigga wanna know you. Slow down, wanna fuck you. Can't nobody put it on me. The way you put it on me. Can't nobody put it on me. Way you be doing that the way you did it on me. Uh. Coulda had ya, did it wrongly. Coulda bagged ya, bit it on it. He been back with my niggas, was sipping henny on it. He was like, I bet you can't bag Maggie. I had to guard it. She was wanted, pretty dusty, put up on it. Got the number, now I'm scarring. Mike Jordan, fuck them niggas, you know them niggas type boring. Fly with me, cause you know a nigga type soaring. Get in that pussy and I'm like Gordon. Sex in the air and a dirty sprite pouring. Got a nigga feeling like we on that night flooring. Even if we on that night flumber. Hit the department stores in the mall and buy everything you like sporting. Shout you know ain't no price on it. Shout you know ain't no price on you. Shout you know ain't no price on you. I guess. I guess I kind of feel like shit's supposed to be the way it used to be. Like. You are now. And when I put it on you, tell me you gon' let me put it on you. Tell me you gon' let me pull up on you. Tell me up in that brand new cool. Songs like this remind me of Keisha. Times like this remind me of Tisha. Used to sneaking, why your mom sleeping? And we would play it all black and soft TV. Risking it all up in these dark streets. Telling you I love you for the wrong reasons. Telling you I love you when they start squeezing. But really, I just need somewhere to come creeping. I never been wrong, but I could have been honest. I, I know I'm wrong, but I, the four o'clock phone is all in the morning. Had me going and going and all for your baby. I fell halfway for you. That thing for you Made this pathway for two How you gonna act like it ain't for you, no We can change when it's to the summer on a cruise, oh Turn around, look up at the pool Staring down, looking at my view Why you look up at the views, oh You are now listening to The Reality Is The Reality Is
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.